Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Last couple of weeks, we've been uh, focusing on the issue of the Land Act. We've had uh, Nathan Cullen on the show, uh, and we've been talking about what this change in the Land Act uh, we could expect, what kind of changes we could expect, Mr. Cullen. Uh, and often talked about the fact that this does not give First Nations communities veto power, but this is a broader conversation in regards to this issue. But as you know, uh, earlier this week, uh, there was a year turn by the NDP government in regards to moving forward uh, with this conversation. Now, Indigenous leaders say political opposition in our province derailed a plan that would have cleared the way for shared decision-making between the province and First Nations over the use of public land in their territories. Uh, and the criticism is directly uh, pointed at the BC United Party and BC Conservatives. Joining me now to talk a little bit about this U-turn by the NDP is Grand Chief Stuart Phillip, President of the Union of BC Indian Chiefs. Grand Chief uh, Phillip, thank you so much for joining us today. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, express to me your thoughts, first of all, on on, on what the NDP did and, 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 and why you think they did what they did. Well, it's, um, it's frustrating. It's annoying that uh, both the Conservatives and the NDP saw fit to obstruct some um, incredibly important work in regard to uh, creating a sense of economic certainty throughout the province of B.C. and leaving behind the millions and millions of dollars that have been wasted on court cases, uh, the disruption of major resource projects through all kinds of conflict on the land. The amendments to the Land Act were simply... Um, designed to, in many ways, streamline the Act and bring together a more harmonious decision-making process, which includes First Nations um, in the decisions that that come to pass in regard to large-scale resource development projects, uh, uh, municipal planning, and and many of the issues, emergency management is a prime example, mm-hmm. given the, you know, the catastrophic effects of the climate crisis. Now, do you think the government has some blame in this in regards to bringing along not just the opposition, but the British Columbians in general broadly as part of this conversation? Uh, do you think perhaps the government could have handled this a little bit better? No. No, I don't believe that for a moment. Uh, you and I have known each other for a very long time, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sure you were on deck when the Campbell government declared the new relationship mm-hmm. and brought forward the Recognition and Reconciliation Act proposal. And it met with the same response from business and industry, the BC Business Council, uh, mining, forestry, uh, they immediately lit their hair on fire and started putting out a lot of inflammatory statements that 
similar to this instance were totally inaccurate. Uh, they weren't true. It was fear-mongering at its worst. And here we go again with uh, round two, mm-hmm. uh, some, you know, 20 years later, um, you know, it's it's the same characters. It's the same suspects that are involved in this, uh, you know, this uh, nonsense. Grand Chief, uh, it was uh, Kevin Falcon, leader of the BC United, who said... Uh, quote, his party could not support giving veto power to 5% of the population with with impacts to over 95% of the public lands. Uh, BC Conservative leader John Rustad called the government's plan, quote, an assault on private property rights. Uh, If this is where these two opposition parties stand in regards to this issue, what happens next? Uh, I mean, there were some even legal firms who deal with Aboriginal law who expressed their concerns about uh, how you know big of a change this would have been moving forward. Uh, some of them expressed concerns about how transparent it was. Uh, where do we go from here then, moving forward? Well, I can't help but uh, respond to your uh, reflection on the legal community raising uh, concerns. Uh, they did the very same thing with the R&R legislative proposal under the Campbell government. Mm -hmm. In fact, 14 lawyers signed a very inflammatory statement and and released it to the media. Uh, Quite frankly, uh, Indigenous uh, land rights issues comprise an enormous part of the legal work that law firms undertake in this province. And in the event that we do achieve uh, a land management act that is acceptable by business and industry and indigenous peoples, we won't be knocking on the doors of the legal community to help resolve conflict because the legislation, the policy framework, uh, the procedures will look after that without going to court. Without, uh, is this just a small uh, hurdle at this point in regards to what's transpired? Or do you think this holds back the ability for for First Nations and non-First Nations to move forward collectively? Some have said, look, they're going to restart this process. Perhaps it'll be a bit different. Uh, Others would say, look, this has held us back and will hold us back for a long long period. What's your assessment? Well, no, Uh, quite frankly, no, not at all. Um, The... uh, UN Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples, the DRIPA Act that was passed by the BC Legislature unanimously, are major significant events in the the constitutional and legal history of the province of British Columbia. And um, they are essential for us to move forward, to turn the page of the colonial, neo-colonial, racist notions that some people carry and they the work of reconciliation is too important too important to all british columbians the future of our children and grandchildren to simply be uh, deterred by a handful of malcontents that carry racist notions about indigenous peoples grand chief a final question to you 
can uh, the First Nations community, and that's a broad community, and I understand not everybody's going to agree on everything, and it's like any other community, but can the First Nations community, do they trust and do they feel they can work with, in your mind, Kevin Falcon and John Rustad moving forward? Uh, quite frankly, the short answer is no, absolutely not. Um, I think they've um, demonstrated that uh, neither of those leaders are fit to form government, given the regressive views they have, uh, which will really undermine uh, the economy and destroy opportunities for the uh, various groups in this province to come together and work together. Grand Chief, as always, great to hear your voice. Look forward to chatting with you in the future very soon. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you.